The Tennis Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast America presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and bet $100 to get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-D-E-T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the SGPN NFL Playoff Challenge. $500 in cash and Prizes up for grabs exclusively on the SGPN app. And welcome, everybody, to the Tennis Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is currently Friday afternoon here on January 13th, and it is time to get into the final in Auckland and in Adelaide too. So before we actually get into any of that, I do want to make one announcement. First of all, if you haven't noticed, I'm your usual host, Scott Rachel, once again going solo for this pod. However, the main announcement is going to be the fact that this isn't the only episode of the day. We're also going to be doing an Australian Open preview episode with some outrights as well. I will be joined by original co-host Sam Jacob, and we're going to go through the ATP Australian Open, going through the quarters, the draws, the outrights, all the fun stuff, including some lock and dog picks for the first round matches. So if you were waiting for the Australian Open coverage, we didn't forget about you. We are going to get it done later on today, but I wasn't going to let these title matches just be completely ignored. So for that reason, we're going to go through this episode with the Auckland and Adelaide two title matches first, and then in a couple hours, we'll go through the Australian Open. But starting off, with the recap of how we did on the last episode, went 0-1 for the dog. We ended up losing with Sonigo and Draper over two and a half sets. Thought it would be a bit of a marathon there. It was not. Uh, there were some competitive games, but unfortunately, Draper was a little bit too consistent, and he eventually wore Sonigo down as he won in straight sets. As for the lock, we ended up having Cressy. Uh, on the money line against Bonzi, we are going to fade the guy off of a deep run the weekend prior. And Cressy, surprisingly, ended up withdrawing. And to make matters more annoying for us, he was replaced by Robin Hassa. And then Hassa ended up beating Bonzi in three sets. So I don't want to automatically assume Cressy would have won. But the fact that Bonzi lost to a last-minute replacement who we can acknowledge is significantly worse than Cressy. No offense to Hasa, he's been around for a while. Cressy's the much better player. But the fact that Bonzi lost anyway to an inferior player after the guy we bet on withdrew is a bit annoying, but it just proves that we definitely were leaning in the right direction based on handicap, and it just didn't matter in the end. So overall, when 0-1, look for a bounce-back hopefully sweep of the show. But before I should get into any of the match breakdowns between Gasquet and Nori and between Batista Agut and Quan, we're going to have a quick word from our sponsors. WinBet is the official online sports book of the Sports Game Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are a ton of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays. The NFL playoffs are here. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100 and get $100. Limited to state availability. There's someone to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgampodcast.com slash winbet. So then we send you the sportsgampodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. 
SGPN has teamed up with Homage for an NFL playoff challenge. The winner will get $300 cash, a $100 SGPN gift card, and a $100 Homage gift card. Homage has a ton of cool retro and throwback officially licensed NFL gear. Check them out at sportsgampodcast.com slash homage for all the contest details and to enter, download the SGPN app and hit contest. Welcome back, everyone, to the Tennis Scaling Podcast. Just finished recapping how we did on the show last time out and briefly discussed the schedule for Friday, including the second podcast on the Australian Open coming up in a couple of hours. But time to actually get into the matches. We're going to start off with Auckland because it is taking place at uh, roughly 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern time, while the other tournament in Adelaide is taking place at around 3, 4 in the morning. So a bit of a head start there for Auckland. So we're going to start off there. Adelaide's technically starting at 2.30 in the morning, actually, but you get my point. So going through the Auckland tournament so far, we have an outright who's still alive. We took Nori at plus 400 to win the tournament, and he is in the final. Overall, can't say that I'm totally surprised by how this tournament played out. Uh, Overall, you saw a couple of... Very, very competitive matches involving Nori early on. Struggled against Laheka in the first round. The wind was especially awful on that day, and Nori struggled early on, but he managed to win in three. Then he beat Giron in three. Then he smacked Brooksby. We got that part right, too. We thought Nori and Brooksby would go against each other in the semis, and we also had a piece of Nori at around 11-1. to Nori ended up winning, so either way, not exactly shocked that Nori is here. Gasquet is a bit surprising. To go through the actual schedule, he beat Panu, a relative unknown, uh, 6-3, 6-1 in the first round, beat Souza in straight sets, and then beat Gulfen in the last match. He did have a walkover victory in the semis as his opponent ended up deciding to conserve some energy for the Australian Open. So Gasquet basically had a bye from the quarters into the final, and now he's going to look to win a title. As for the actual match breakdown and the odds, Nori's a huge favorite. He's minus roughly 350 on the money line. Gasquet on the other end is roughly plus 280. To go through the spreads, Nori minus three and a half games is minus 130. Gasquet plus three and a half games is plus 110. Over under is currently priced at either 21 and a half or 22 and a half. So mostly 22 flat if a book you have offers it. But 21 and a half is minus 145. 22 and a half is plus 105. Those are the overprices. And for the under, if you want to go under 22 and a half, it's minus 125. And if you want to go under 21 and a half, it is plus 115. As for the actual sets, three sets is plus 160. And at the end of the day, you're looking at a battle of two guys who kind of play similarly in terms of an overall lack of firepower and a real desire to rally for an eternity. This match might take two hours, two and a half hours in even a potentially competitive straight set match. You might see a bunch of marathon points here where each point's going to take about 20 plus shots. But I think it makes sense. Nori is a favorite because he's a fringe top 10 player. I believe he's 12th in the ATP rankings as we speak. Gasquet is in the 60s. So I'm not exactly shocked that Nori is a big favorite. Having said that, Nori has had some issues at, at various points in this tournament with Giron and with Laheka 
in the first two rounds. Gasquet was able to get a bye, so he had an extra day off to prep for Nori or even just to conserve some energy, which he's going to need because he's 36 years old. And we faded Gasquet in the first match of the year against Giron with the, uh, with the premise of him being older and him having to adjust to the Australian climate. And we thought he would fall apart down the stretch physically. And he did. He completely fell apart in the end of the third set. And Giron ended up winning. I think this is going to be a very competitive match. Now, I'm not saying that Gasquet is going to win. I think Nori's going to win. Knock on wood, we got the plus 400 for it, so hopefully it works out. But still, I think Nori's the much better player. Nori's the younger player. He's the more fit player. And if this matchup turns into a grueling slugfest, the longer this match goes, I think the more benefit it has or does to Nori because Nori, I think, can handle these marathon matches a lot better than Gasquet can. And I think that at the end of the day, you might see Gasquet win a set. I'm not saying that Nori's going to sweep him, but I do think you'll end up seeing Nori probably wear Gasquet down in the late stages. I think Gasquet needs to win the first set. I think if Gasquet loses the first set, he's up against it because Nori's going to make him run around. We'll see Gasquet really potentially struggle to unload the backhand because Nori hits the ball pretty flat. So I'm not sure if there's going to be enough height for Gasquet to use to his advantage to slam some powerful backhands down the line. And I think Nori's play style, as a result, kind of limits the explosiveness of Gasquet. And with movement being the main difference here, I think Nori has a pretty big edge. Now, for the serve, Nori's serve isn't great. Gasquet's serve is okay. He's got the weird stance, which works for him. But the first serve is fine. The second serve, also not great. I don't see props, but I like the over and breaks. I see a bunch of breaks of serve in this match. But I think this match will be competitive. I think you probably will see potentially a three-setter. So plus 160, I really don't mind for value. It's tough to find value on this match, though, because we saw Gasquet lose a set 6-1 to Golfen, but then he won the next two sets 6-1. We saw him dominate a pretty weak field, and he also had a bye. So I do think Gasquet is fortunate to be here, but I do think at the end of the day, you will see him really give Nori a lot of resistance. I just think Nori eventually breaks through. So I guess if I had to play this anyway, I probably would lean to the over 21 and a half games. I think Nori's going to win. I don't see much value to it. I'm thinking if there's any value on the Nori team total, 12 and a half games, but he dominated Brooksby, and as that was a very impressive showing there. So this match is pretty tricky to fully, fully break down in terms of an automatic pure value play because I don't see anything that really jumps off the page, and Gasquet to win a set is roughly even money or plus 110. Probably two and a half sets is a decent value play because both players have had a lengthy match or two go three, but I think Nori wins. And I think you're going to see Gasquet probably start off well and then kind of fizzle as the match progresses. So maybe I'd consider taking Gasquet first set, uh, which I think is a decent price at plus 195. I think Gasquet is going to need to get off to a good start and maybe he's able to do enough to break through against Nori's serve, which has been inconsistent. I think the first set might be a coin flip. So I think the value might be on plus 195 Gasquet money line for first set. But I will take Nori to get the job done once again. And moving on to Adelaide, we have no outrights alive in this tournament. However, 
We actually predicted the tournament quite well. We just decided it wasn't worth the actual uh, spending price of taking Rublev or Batista Agut because they'd have to play against each other. They did not because Kokonakis was able to beat Rublev and then lost a competitive match there to Agut. Uh, but looking at the breakdown for the tournament, if you want to look back at the previous episode, we said we expected either Rublev or Agut to be in the final against the long shot. Unfortunately, we picked the wrong long shots. We had a couple of of uh, flyers there, which did not work out, but you ended up getting the serious long shot because lucky loser Quan made it all the way to the final, had a very nice win there against Draper in three sets, two tie breaks to start as well. So that was a long, grueling match, but he eventually broke through 6-3 in the third. So kind of similar story with a good three-set match, and he broke through 6-3 in the third. But to go through the head-to-head, it doesn't exist. This is the first meeting ever between these two players, and it should be a good one. It's really kind of similar to the Nori-Gasquet match. I think Quan at this stage in his career is better than Gasquet, but the point is you have two really comfortable baseliners going against each other in what should be some pretty long overall points and and just an overall match in general. But to go through the actual pathway for Quan, he beat Pospisil in three, ended up losing to Machik, which is why he became a lucky loser, then ended up getting revenge. He beat Machik in the first round of the actual tournament, beat Karenyabusta in three, beat Yemmer, destroyed him 6-1-6-2, and then had the war against Draper last night in, or technically this morning, but still, and that went three. As for Agut, he's also had a couple of three-set matches here, beat Hassa in three, killed Davidovich Fakina, who I mentioned might be tricky against uh, against uh, Nakashima in the first round, and uh, Davidovich Fakina actually won that match. But Batista Agut dominated and then ended up having a three-setter against Kokonakis, who was the defending champion, of Adelaide 2. Not surprising. He has the crowd behind him. We know that he won a Grand Slam in doubles with Kyrgios in the Australian Open. He's a beloved player in Australia, and injuries have kind of derailed his career, but we know that Kokonakis, when healthy, is still a solid player. So, overall, nice runs by both guys, and to go through the actual odds here, you have Batista Agut as roughly a minus 200 favorite. You have Quan at plus 170 on the other on the other end. The spread... You have somewhere in between two and a half or three and a half, so basically three. But Agut minus two and a half is minus one thirty-five. Quan plus two and a half games is plus one oh five for the three and a half. Agut is minus three and a half, and Quan is plus three and a half for the total games. Over twenty-one and a half is minus one forty-five, and the under is plus one fifteen. As for twenty-two and a half, you have minus one oh five on the over and minus one fifteen towards the under. For three sets, you have plus 145 on the over two and a half sets. And for Agut to win in straight, it is plus 120. For Quan to win a set is minus 150. And if you want to get wild with it, Quan to win in straight sets is plus 350. So for this matchup, I do think it's going to be competitive because I do acknowledge that Quan is a very solid player who I think is still very underrated. I feel like a lot of people don't realize just how talented he is. According to his ATP ranking, he's 84th, but he's only 25. He's shown a lot of growth, and I do think that he's capable of really winning an ATP tournament or two at some point in the next year or so. However, I do think Agut is the better player, and I think this money line price is a little bit weird. I find it extremely odd that Nori is roughly minus 350 
against a player ranked in the 60s. And Batista Agut is only minus 200 against a player who's ranked in the 80s. Now, I get that Quan is better than Gasquet. I mentioned how Quan is 25, and he is still, you know, finding him, finding, you know, his overall uh, peak. He hasn't gotten there yet, but he's still a very talented player. We've seen it, and we know that he still has some untapped potential that he's slowly kind of tapping into. But Batista Agut still ranked 26th. He's 34. We know that he's a very sturdy player on tour, doesn't commit many unforced errors. And I think that eventually he's going to be able to find some weaknesses in Quan's strokes. Quan's very good at keeping the ball in play, but he does occasionally go for some big forehands and tries to hit some winners. And I do think Batista Agut can entice Quan into hitting some unforced errors, maybe in some key points. But I think Batista Agut is a little bit too fundamentally sound for Quan in this spot. And the fact that Quan is off of a three-set war against a very similar player in Draper, I think Quan is going to run out of gas. I think that Batista Agut, who had three a three-setter against uh, Kokonakis, I think that's more reasonable because Kokonakis is a big server, so Agut had a hard time breaking. Quan's not a big server. I could see a lot of breaks in this match as well. But I will trust the sturdy veteran, who I think is the more talented overall player at this price. I think the best play for me is minus two and a half games at minus 135. That seems a little bit short. I think this line should be closer to three and a half. So I think two and a half at minus 135 is a good deal. Give me some type of 6-3 set in there and you're in good shape. But I do think that Batista Agut will find a way to get the job done. It might be close, might be competitive but I think that Agut is going to get the job done. So once again, my thoughts for the two matches, I am going to lean to Nori. I think it is competitive, but I do think Nori is a little bit too talented for Gasquet to handle. Maybe goes three sets, so keep an eye on that plus 160, but I do think that Nori will probably get the job done. I don't see much value, though, on the overall spreads. I don't really see much there. Probably lean to the over 21 and a half games in that Nori Gasquet match. But for Batista Agut and Quan, I am going to go with Batista Agut minus two and a half. So I'm not taking, I'm not picking any underdogs. I think that each underdog has a shot to make some noise, but I think the favorites are a decent favorite for re, for good reason. And I think that you'll end up seeing them win. So that's going to, that's going to wrap it up for the actual preview. But for it, get into the lock and dog picks and have another word from our sponsor. We're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. At Underdog, the season never ends. Right now, you can play their fantasy football playoff best ball, the gauntlet, with $1 million in prizes up for grabs. They also have a ton of daily games for NBA and NHL. Plus, when you use promo code SGPN at underdogfantasy.com, you get a 100% deposit match up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Welcome back, everyone, to the Tennis Gambling Podcast. Just finished previewing the final in Auckland and in Adelaide 2. Now it's time to get into the actual picks for this episode in the lock and dog segment. For the lock, I will go back to that Batista, Goot, and Quan match in Adelaide. I'm going to take Batista, Goot, minus two and a half games at minus 135. No offense to Quan. Quan's a solid player. He's definitely a sneaky guy you have to keep an eye on for future draws. But a good, I think, is just better. I penciled the good in to make the 
final or him or Rublev to make the final before the tournament. And I'm not surprised he's here. He beat Rublev in the last tournament. So I know that he's in great form. Quan did a great job of beating Karenia Busta and beating some other guys. But I think that Batista Gut's just too fundamentally sound. And I think he'll eventually wear down Quan in this match. So give me Batista Gut minus two and a half games at minus 135 as my lock. And for the dog, I am going to go back to the Nori and Gasquet match. And I think I am actually going to go for the serious flyer here. I'm going to take Gasquet first set. I'm going to take that at around plus 195. I think that it's a good value play. Gasquet had extra rest because he had a buy, basically, since his opponent in the semis ended up withdrawing. So I think you're looking at a pretty good spot for Gasquet to get off to a good start when he's going to need to. If you're looking at how Nori's performed so far in the first sets of this event, he's been okay. I can't say he's looked overly dominant, but I do think you'll end up seeing a very close first set. And I think as a result, Cascade's got a pretty decent shot here at a plus 195 price. But Nori won the first set in each of the first three matches. It has been close, though. So I do think you'll end up seeing Gasquet really give Nori some issues early. I think Nori makes adjustments, and I think he eventually wears down Gasquet. But don't be surprised if Gasquet comes out swinging. It's going to be a very, very important match for Gasquet. Because if you really look at his career, he has not won as many titles as you think he has won. And I do think that it's a good spot for him to try, keyword try, to add another trophy to his trophy case. But to look at his overall performances, he has not won a singles title since 2018. He has not won a hardcore title since 2016. He should be amped for this match, and I think that it's a good value spot for him to win the first set. Once again, not picking him to win the match but I'm picking him to come out firing and to potentially surprise Nori and win a competitive first set. So that's going to wrap it up for the tennis podcast here, uh, covering the Auckland and Adelaide two tournaments. Once again, we'll be back later on today to go through the Australian open draw with the outrights and futures, et cetera. And we'll also briefly preview the first round in the lock and dog segment there. But until next time, good luck to all of you and all of your bets. Bye everyone.